With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We are at the business end of the NFL's regular season. That's right. We're into the month of December. December, just five weeks remain of the season, and the race for the playoffs is heating up. Last week saw big wins for the Dallas Cowboys, the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, the Miami Dolphins, and of course in that big one, the San Francisco 49ers over the Philadelphia Eagles. The show's record last week was 2-1 and one against the line, with the Lions and Niners winning, the Broncos coming up short, unable to punch it into the end zone as time expired. There were, of course, upsets as well, most notably on Monday Night Football for the Jags. The Kansas City Chiefs lost yet again. There's concerns there at Arrowhead Stadium. But we're into Week 14 now, so let's turn the page and look ahead to Week 14 in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Welcome along to the show. This is Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves. It was a big week last week. Certainly some hopes were dented. Others were raised. The win for the San Francisco 49ers over the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly has blown the race for the number one seed in the NFC wide open. Meanwhile, the Chiefs and Jags surprisingly both slipped up. Great news if you're a Baltimore Ravens player or fan. They were on a bye week and they are tucked in just behind the Miami Dolphins now with a big month of December coming up against their nearest rivals in the AFC for them as well. For the show, 2-1 and one against the line on the week. That improves the record to 21-18 and 18 on the season. And I keep referring to this. If you reflect on the first two weeks of the season when we went at lowly 1-5 and five against the line, we have been red hot on Graves on Gridiron since week two. Over the last 11 weeks, the record stands at 20-12 and 12 against the line. We want to improve that margin still more as we close in on the end of the regular season. If you are a regular to the show, great to have you along for the ride again. If you are new to the podcast, it's great to have you with us. Better late than never. The format is simple. Each week, we look at the slate of games on offer. I pick out just three of them, and then we look at the line set by the odds makers. I'll break down those matchups, and I will tell you what my opinion is on each matchup. 
As you've just heard, it's been going pretty well of late. We need to keep that string going. So let's turn to week 14 then. And we start with the Indianapolis Colts at the Cincinnati Bengals, an AFC clash, which might not initially leap out at you on the page. But then you look at what these two teams are doing and what they are playing for. The Indianapolis Colts with a 7-5 and five record. The Cincinnati Bengals getting back up to 500, minus Joe Burrow, of course, with that big Monday night football win. And I think this is a sneaky good game in the Week 14 schedule. The Colts with Gardner Minshew at quarterback are riding a four-game winning streak coming into this one, while the Bengals with Jake Browning and under center are coming off the back of a dramatic overtime win on Monday night football in Jacksonville against the Jags. Indy had only one game outside of first place in their division, the AFC South now, thanks to that Bengals uh, victory on Monday night and their own win over Tennessee Titans, a divisional rival themselves in Week 13. The Bengals themselves suddenly find themselves just one game outside of a wildcard spot in the playoffs. It is a fascinating matchup and one that might just better suit the Cincinnati Bengals when you consider they're on at home turf as well. Despite winning last week, the Colts gave up 177 yards rushing on the ground against the Titans. Receiver DeAndre Hopkins was a thorn in their side as well in the passing game. Well, look out because now here comes Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase with the Cincinnati Bengals. Without lead running back last week, Jonathan Moore, he was missing with a hand injury. The Colts struggled to move the ball offensively on the ground. It is questionable whether or not he will be available to suit up this weekend with that hand injury he's dealing with. Both Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman, though, were big in the passing game for the Colts last week. Both went over 100 receiving yards in the game. And when you consider that the Bengals' pass defense ranks a lowly 27th in the National Football League this season, that could be an area to exploit coming into this game. But be warned, the Bengals are sneaky good at taking away the ball. They are the eighth best defense at taking the ball away in the National Football League this year. And you do always have to be a little bit concerned about that risk-reward element in Gardner Minshew's play when he's at quarterback. Because although he's thrown 10 touchdowns this year, he's also thrown seven picks as well. Give credit where it's due. The Colts have found ways to win over the last month. But you do have to factor in what, who their opponents have been at the same time. The Carolina Panthers, the New England Patriots, the Tennessee Titans, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've got to be honest, even without Joe Burrow at quarterback for the Bengals, I think playing Cincinnati in Cincinnati is a step up in class. They're going to be buoyed by that performance down in Jacksonville on Monday night. I don't think the shortened week is going to affect them. And when you look at the line and you find out they are one-point underdogs when playing at home against this Indianapolis Colts side, I think that's a little bit of an insult. I think these Bengals players will feel it's a little bit of an insult as well. In a game where Jonathan Taylor may not be good to go, that's a huge miss for the Colts' offense. I think the Bengals are going to prove some doubters wrong coming into this one. Take the Cincinnati Bengals at plus one. Graves on Gridiron. With Richard Graves. Game two on our week 14 slate takes us to Arrowhead Stadium. The Buffalo Bills with a six and six record going to the home of the Kansas City Chiefs with an eight and four record on the season. And the Chiefs go into this game as two and a half point favorites. Now, make no mistake, over the past few years, this has been a heavyweight clash in the AFC. This week, though, 
I detect just a sniff of desperation about it. Two teams desperate to get a win. Buffalo because they need to turn around a record that has seen them lose four of their last six games and their postseason hopes are in serious jeopardy now as we head into December. Kansas City, because concerns about their offense are now nearing full-blown panic mode. They've lost three out of their last six themselves. They've only once scored more than 21 points in a game during that stretch. And now their lead at the top of the division in the AFC West is down to just two games ahead of the Denver Broncos. The Bills situation, I have to tell you, it is something of a head-scratcher for me, especially when you look at where they rank defensively and offensively this season in the National Football League. On defense, they rank fifth in takeaways. They've got 20 to their name this season. In points allowed, they're also fifth. They're giving up a click under 19 points per game. The one area of concern, defending the run. They're 20th in the NFL when it comes to stopping opponents on the ground this year. Offensively, they look good. They rank in the top five in overall offense, passing offense, and points scored. They're putting up over 27 points a game on average this season, and they have the added element this time around that they've been able to move the ball on the ground. They have the 10th best run game in the National Football League this year. They're averaging 122 yards a game when running the ball. But it's also their run defense, which may be a problem, especially when you look across at what you're facing and you've got the likes of Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco, I'll say his name properly, Isaiah Pacheco um, lining up in the Chiefs' backfield. There's hope that Jerick McKinnon might be available as well this week after missing out on last weekend's loss. Align that with the fact that the Bills have still to try and come to terms with the loss of two key players on the defensive side of the ball. There's no Matt Milano uh, in at linebacker. He's obviously gone with a, a season-long injury, as has star quarterback Tredavious White as well. And when you consider that Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback that you're dealing with, I think that's an issue, even given all the offensive problems that the Kansas City Chiefs have had to deal with in terms of putting points on the board. Look, as long as Mahomes is back there, the Kansas City Chiefs always have an advantage over the opposition, especially when it's a depleted defense such as the Bills bring into town uh, this weekend. In their favor, I will say this for Buffalo, they are coming off the back of a bye week. They've had an elongated stretch to prepare for this encounter with the Kansas City Chiefs. They've also won previously at Arrowhead Stadium. Going to Arrowhead holds no fear at all for these Buffalo Bills. And yet, there's that nagging doubt that lingers in the back of your mind. Week in, week out this year, the Bills somehow seem to have found a way to lose games. That's an issue. Andy Reid coach sides do not lose back-to-back games as a rule. And I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be losing this one this weekend. Two and a half point favorites. I think it'll be a tight game. It might even come down to a game-winning field goal. But I think the Chiefs win. I think they cover at minus 2.5. Graves on Gridiron. Our third and final game in the Week 14 slate. It is America's Game of the Week. It is the Sunday night football matchup, and it'll have the eyes of the nation watching, as well as those in San Francisco and Detroit, no doubt watching just a little bit closer because the implications could have ramifications for those two teams as well. It sees the Philadelphia Eagles travel to the Dallas Cowboys in an NFC East clash and I will say, ride off the Eagles at your peril. All season long, I've seen and heard pundits try to find different ways to criticize this Philadelphia side. 
be it the margin of victory they've enjoyed isn't big enough, be it the way they're playing, the style in which they've played and won games hasn't been entertaining enough. Well, I tell you what, here we are entering week 14, and this Philadelphia Eagles side that has been much maligned still stands on top of the NFL with the best record in football at 10-2 and this season. Yes, they lost last weekend to the San Francisco 49ers. And yes, I know they shipped 42 points defensively in the process. But just look at the run of games they've got after they face the Cowboys this weekend. It doesn't get much better than this. They've got to go to Seattle. They've got two games against NFC East rivals, the New York Giants. And then they've got to play uh, the Arizona Cardinals at Lincoln Financial Field as well. This week, they've added to their defense. They've strengthened with uh, bringing in veteran linebacker Shaquille Leonard. This team is going to be just fine down the stretch, folks. Let's not forget as well, they've already beaten the Dallas Cowboys this year. They hung 28 points on them when they met a month ago in a winning process for the Philadelphia Eagles. They've got a better conference record than the Cowboys. Adding to the mix, they hold the fourth best run defense in the NFL this year. Offensively, they rank ninth overall, eighth on the run game, and they have the fourth best scoring offense in the National Football League, scoring around 27.5 points per game. There's no need right now for the hysteria we saw in some quarters last Monday morning following that 49ers game. But there just might be come next Monday morning. We're not even going to try and hide it this week, folks. We're taking the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas are 14-0 when playing at home in a run that goes all the way back to the start of last season. In the six games since their bye this season, Dak Prescott has has thrown 20 touchdowns to just two interceptions. Do you know how many quarterbacks in the history of the NFL have done that over a six-game stretch in a single season previously? Just eight. Six of them went on to be named the NFL MVP that season. Throw into the equation, he's completing over 70% of his passes this season as a team. Dallas are scoring 41 points per game on average when playing at home this year. By a distance, that is the best record in the NFL. And on defense, they're giving up a lick under 16 points per game. They have a third down conversion percentage of 53%. That is also the best in the NFL at home this season. And let's not forget, in the first month of the campaign, this was a team being talked about as a defensive team. Their offense wasn't producing. Well, that script has flipped on its head as the season's gone on. And yet, don't overlook this defense either. At cornerback, they've got Deron Bland, eight interceptions to his name this year. That leads the NFL. And of course, they've got pass rusher Micah Parsons, who himself has got more quarterback pressures than any other player in the National Football League this season. So yes, Philadelphia are at the end of the toughest stretch of their schedule, but their defense looked to be out on its feet last weekend against the San Francisco 49ers, and it wasn't far from that when they beat the Buffalo Bills in overtime the week before as well. They now are going to Dallas at a place where the Cowboys are at their most confident. They play their best football. It's a game the Cowboys simply know they must win if they are to have any chance of being the number one seed in the NFC and win the NFC East in the process, giving them at least one home field uh, game in the playoffs. All of that. Look, I, I just think the Dallas Cowboys are the better team right now. I think the Philadelphia Eagles need to get at the end of this, regroup, 
I don't think they're going to beat Dallas this this weekend. I think the 10 days that the Cowboys have had to prepare for this counts heavily in their favor as well. Take the Cowboys to win on Sunday night football. Take Dallas to cover at minus three and a half points. Okay, let's wrap up the show then. Uh, Before we recap the three games that were taken, a reminder of the Monday morning poll. It's on my ex account every Monday morning, reacting to the Sunday slate of games. After this last weekend, uh, recap weekend slate of games, it was simple. Following the 49ers win over the Eagles, who did you feel was best positioned to take that number one seed in the NFC heading to the playoffs? Over 1,200 of you got involved with this week's poll. So thanks for for looking at that and taking part. 54% of you felt the San Francisco 49ers were now in the pole position to claim that number one seed berth when it comes to the NFC side of the playoff equation. 26% felt that the Philadelphia Eagles can still bounce back from that defeat and cling on to that number one seeded spot. 17% said the Dallas Cowboys. Just 3% felt the Detroit Lions could come up on the inside rail and nick it from all three of them. So thanks for that. Remember, every Monday morning on my ex account, at Richard Graves 1, there'll be a new poll there, so look out for it and get involved. Let's just recap the three games we've taken from this Week 14 slate. And we start with the Indianapolis Colts going to the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals one-point underdogs going into that game. Take the Bengals to cover at plus one. Then it's on to Arrowhead Stadium. The Bills and the Chiefs clashing in the AFC Take the Chiefs at minus 2.5 before we finish in Arlington, Texas. A massive NFC East clash between the Eagles and Cowboys. The Eagles looking to bounce back. I don't think they do. Take the Cowboys at minus 3.5 points. As I always say at this stage in the podcast, remember, first and foremost, it's about having fun. It's about enjoying the NFL action. Always bear that in mind. If you want to read more about the three games we've spoken about on this week's pod, go to my website, www.rdgmedia.uk click on that talking sport tab and there you will see week 14 in the nfl overcoming the odds three games to watch you can read all about the three games we've spoken about there equally if you just want to interact hit me up on x at richard graves one on instagram it's rdgmedia.uk or we have our own graves on gridiron facebook page plenty of news views and articles on that as well always a delight to hear from you And I don't know about you, but I am loving the thrills and spills being thrown at us by the National Football League as we enter the business end of the season now. Much still to play for. No doubt, plenty of shocks along the way as well. Enjoy week 14. But for now, it's a long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.